Hello and welcome to the Basketball Champions League Coast to Coast podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein. Back is my partner in crime, Igor Djurkovic. Igor, good to have you back. Uh, pleasure to be back after taking a short uh, basketball unrelated break. <laughs> yeah, uh, life uh, life throws a curveball every now and again, and, he, and, yeah, and then and then it curves and curves again, and then you're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, life is what happens when you're making plans. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're recording actually before you're uh, making your way out to uh, Nizhny Novgorod. Uh, excite! Uh, I will not be in uh, in Russia. Uh, you're going to be there, uh, given uh, a negative test. I guess is the. <laughs> yeah, I, let's wait for that one. <laughs> um, but let's say. It, it, you know, obviously you have loads and stuff that you're doing and everything else, but uh, excitement level uh, heading there. Um, it's not as big because I have to switch like three planes to get there. But once I get to Russia, once I get to Nizhny, once I get into the arena, it's going to be the same old excitement that went on in Tenerife in 2017 and Athens in 2018 and and Belgium in 2019 and again in Athens in 2020. I mean, the, this is a unique kind of tournament, unique kind of opportunity to see the very best going up against each other in weird circumstances, but it's still basketball and it's still so crazy competitive and looking forward to seeing them play. So, so we haven't had uh, a chance to have talk on the podcast since the host uh, was announced, Nizhny Novgorod, obviously, and also since the draw. So, I just figured, um, uh, and I've been, you know, kind of uh, letting the, the the fans, the listeners, know that that we'll kind of break down, um, give our thoughts about the about the the draw, the matchups, and all that stuff. So, I figured, let's just. You know, let's just uh, give us. You know, we'll just talk about each of the games and 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 you know, picks whatever, um, and uh, and then uh, and so I guess let let's let's start off with that first game. Uh, it's going to be the hosts uh, on Wednesday. Uh, Nizhny Novgorod taking on uh, Kazan and Saragossa. You know, obviously, you know this is um, uh, a game that you know these teams have played each other twice now. You know, there was the COVID hit um, uh, Nizhny Novgorod team. And, you know, as we've mentioned a number of times already, um, you know, they had eight guys and lost at the buzzer. And then in the return game, it was the overtime game. Um, Saragossa changed coaches. Uh, Casimir, Casimira uh, came in uh, as uh, Hernandez's uh, replacement. Um you know, uh, Nizhny Novgorod lost their last two games uh, of the group of the playoffs, even though they so, but they had already been secured a spot. I guess you know that's that's sort of the 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 you know the the background, I guess, if you will. You, your thoughts about this game and and maybe a key that you see in this one. Uh, it's going to be extremely tough for the hosts to open up the entire final eight with their game. It's going to take some time to get used to the whole new. Um, BCL kind of an environment in the arena for them uh, and at the same time they go against Zaragoza who are a much different team now than they were like a couple of months ago because even though they dominated in the Basketball Champions League they struggled mightily in Liga Endesa but now they're on a winning streak over there they managed to I think win four straight in Spain which puts them 
on the brink of making the playoffs, which was completely crazy just a couple of months ago in Spain. And now a confident team like Zaragoza coming to town, it's going to be extremely tough for Nizhny Novgorod. Um, obviously, the biggest matchup will be Shepard against Dylan Ennis. Yeah, um, I, I, we had Benzing, uh, Robin Benzing on the show um, on Friday, and one of the things that he mentioned was that they're playing a lot better defense under uh, Casimiro, um, and uh, you know they 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 turned um, they they had the uh, the most points on average off uh, turnovers at nineteen point seven. So that's just going to be you know, that much more important for Shepard, mainly Shepard, um, to, to, to handle the, to handle the ball. And, um, and, you know, if they're, if, if Nizhny Novgorod are able to hit threes, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, they're going to be able to come back, uh, if they fall behind early, you know, that's, it, it, there's a lot of facets to this game that, that, uh, you know, um, and, and I think one of the key you mentioned you mentioned Shepard, and I, I think that that maybe the most important guy might actually be Voronsevich because you know he gives them a dynamic of 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 someone who's been in moments actually bigger than this, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. And uh, and uh, you know, I wonder you know how much maybe they try to go to him early. You know, to make sure that he, you know, gets everybody kind of, you know, give, you know, rest assured, you know, here I'm in this game with you, and I think that's going to be an interesting matchup to see um, what. Uh, okay, the matchup you said, of course, uh, uh, Shepard and, and and Ennis, but I think maybe uh, Voron Savich might be the most important guy in this game. Um, maybe maybe one one aspect uh, besides that matchup that that you're looking at. I'm looking at what uh, Artem Kumolov does on the court because he usually gets the toughest defensive assignments. So I'm looking to see if he makes a difference. And he's been shooting lights out this season. So I'm not picking Shepard or Voroncevic as the X factor for Nizhny. It's going to be Kumolov hitting a big, big shot or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, one other place is, is also Wiley. Um, how... Yeah. How how um, Nizhny Novgorod can can deal with with Wiley because nobody has been able to figure out how to deal with it and um, no, no, the only person who can stop Jacob Wiley right now is Jacob Wiley. <laughs> I, figured, I figured that was coming from you. Um, well, let's do picks after all four games. So let, let's move to the next game. The next game, um, Erna uh, Ernimbrook uh, against uh, Pinar Kashiaka. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll just I'll just let you start, uh, and 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 let you free flow uh, your thoughts on on this one. Um, Nimburg are basically. I think we should consider them the favorites in this one, uh, with the way that they dominated throughout the season, and I mean they kept on winning in the Czech League, of course, and at the same time Karciaka only managed to reach the final eight on last game day so maybe Karciaka would feel happy to give Nimburg kind of the role of the favorites in this one and it's going to be weird because Nimburg like to push the tempo they like to play fast basketball meanwhile Karciaka like to outmuscle you they like to slow down the pace and allow Sek Henry DJ Kennedy Raymond Morgan Amatenbai to use all of their physical power, not to mention Tony Taylor, against you. So it's going to be a, a clash of different basketball styles, to say the least. 
Nimburg is uh, number one team in points per game at 89.8. Kashiak is giving up 76 a game, five times 72 points or fewer. Again, 89.8 points per game. Uh, One thing that I've noticed from... Uh, from Final Fours, whatnot, um, for the second game, um, if the first game, which, you know, if you take the first two games into account between uh, Nizhny Novgorod and Saragossa, uh, they were both thrillers. And if if this is going to be a thriller, you're going to have the home home team in, and they'll either be super excited or they'll be dead, uh, tired and, and, and exhausted and, and not want to watch anymore. Um, and so there'll be no energy from the fans. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and so there'll be that letdown at the, at the tip, at tip off, you know, these guys are gonna be super excited and they'll have been watched at least a little bit of, of the, of the first game. Uh, maybe they'll watch it to the end, probably. Um, and then they'll be jacked up, but they'll have no energy from the fans. And so that, that's, I think somewhere something that we kind of, you know, kind of have to look at and see, who do you who do you think I'm not going to say that has an advantage of, or who is that maybe less of a disadvantage of? I'm I'm really don't know because it's like it's a huge factor that nobody thought about before this final eight and with all the circumstances of everything. But at the same time, if it's a tournament like this, if it's any kind of a weird atmosphere in the air, I want to have. Game winners on my side, and Tony Taylor and Amaton Bai have all proven they're the game winners. So, if this one turns out to be close, it's going to be Kashiaka. Nimburg were in the final eight last in in October. So, yeah. and um, and so they'll have that, let's say, dead experience. And so, yeah. um, that it's something I actually I just thought about today. You know, and was thinking, you know. From I mean, you've you've seen it before as well, you know. Especially if the host, you know, has a, a thrilling first game of the final four. That second final, that second game of the day, is just so dead. There's no energy at all, and neither of the fan bases will be allowed to be there. I don't, I don't think, right? I mean, they're not allowing fans yeah. to come in, is it? I imagine, no. I imagine no. not. Um, so yeah, that's one thing. Um, any any particular uh, matchup? Any particular uh, thing that you're watching? Um, I'm, I really hope that I, I still don't know where I'm going to be sitting, but I, I really hope I'm going to be sitting in the front row or close to the court so I can hear what Tony Taylor and Retino Basohan tell each other because both of them sound like leaders. Both of them look like they enjoy a decent amount of trash talk. So when they get matched up against one another, especially because both of them can rise up and detonate with a huge dunk, it's going to be fun to hear what they have to say to each other. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think, um, you know, the, 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 the force of, of, of Raymar Morgan, yeah. um, that's, I think might be the, the place where, um, where they, where, uh, da, 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 uh, Nimburg might have a little bit of a problem. Um, and, uh, and, and so that's probably where I'll, I'll probably be, 
you know, focusing a little bit more attention because he can take over games. And and uh, if points are at a premium, uh, you know, this, if, if, if Kashyak are struggling to score, um, that, that is one area that they do like to go to down low to, you know, to pick up fouls and get to the foul line and everything else. And he's, and so that's one area I might be, be watching um, uh, on this one. Uh, Want to move to Thursday? All right. So, first game on Thursday is Lenovo Tenerife um, against Sig Strasburg, the, the uh, 2017 champion, and then the 2019 finalists going against Strasburg. Uh, I'll just let you go. Just see what you uh, see what you have to come up with. This is the part where schedule might be too tough of a, an assignment for Strasbourg because they had. A whole bunch of makeup games to play in France before the final eight. They were playing basically every other day, and just the amount of fatigue once they reach Nizhny Novgorod and then have to go up against Shermadini, Huertas, Fitipaldo, all these guys think that if they're not in the game at halftime, they're not going to be in the game. Uh, in Q4 because this feels like it could easily turn out to be a Tenerife blowout by halftime and you don't want to see that so basically I'm just hoping that Strasbourg have enough in them to match up Tenerife up until halftime then up until third quarter keep it close make them nervous and then go for the final punch uh, in the fourth quarter uh, Strasbourg have taken 38% uh, of the rebounds on the offensive glass, the highest percentage uh, by anybody in the BCL. And you'd have to imagine um, they're the only team so far that has grabbed at least 10 offensive rebounds in all 12 games. And you have to imagine that uh, uh, going up and getting those, um, I'm not call them easy points, but, um, you know, but the points, uh, effort points, uh, would go a long way because I don't know Strasbourg. I don't know if they really seem like a team. Uh, maybe you correct me on this one, but th- th- I don't think of Strasbourg necessarily a team that can you know put you away. You know, with a with a fourteen two fourteen three run over a course of two and a half minutes. The only way that happens is if Brandon uh, Jefferson. Jefferson and Yaromir Bohacic both ignite. Yeah, it, but could it could happen. But I mean, Tenerife, you know, it's yeah. we've been saying it for basically the life of the BCL, you know, that they. Yeah, I mean, this, this is the part where I, I'm not sure you want to go on runs like that because if you start running and if you if your idea is to score a bunch of points in short time with Jefferson Bohacic and whoever. Uh, this is the kind of game that Tenerife enjoys. No, what I mean is that you know if you're playing tough defense and you're not you're yeah. not and you're not giving up and, and Tenerife is just not able to score points and stuff like that. And the thing is, is yeah. if they can't score, you know I, I they can always go because yeah. you, know, you know like short possessions are actually what Tenerife want to play. So basically, if you take a bunch of quick shots and you score them or you don't score them. Tenerife are going to match up. They're going to play that same kind of tempo and, and they know how to play it. So uh, it's hard to see a 14-2 run happening <laughs> in the first place. Uh, so it's going to be a weird game. I mean, Tenerife are such a strong team, probably the strongest team of this whole event. But at the same time, Strasbourg are going to have to use all of their physicality with Bonzi, Colson and Ish Wainwright. They, they're going to have to be the 
like the, the main guys inside. Yeah, the, the bullies. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's it was interesting because Dornikamp, Aaron Dornikamp, we had on the show last week, he's, and he said, you know, that, you know, Sasari kind of took it to us and we're physical. And we didn't, uh, you know, we didn't like that. You know, it's like we didn't respond to that right away. That's when they got blown out um, early on in the season. And he said that it was a really valuable lesson. And, and Strasburg can be a physical team, you know, and, and, yep. and so that, that might be, you know, keep the score low and, uh, you know, battle, battle out, uh, possessions and, and, uh, you know, like you said, you know, Tenerife like to, 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 to go through, you know, run their offense really fast and get, get their, get their three point shots up or, or do their pick and roll, uh, with, uh, with the two maestro. So, yeah. All right. Um, let's move to the last one. Uh, so the this will be Halon Hapol Unet credit Hapol Unet credit Halon against uh, Heredia San Pablo Burgos, uh, defending champions, with the final game of the uh, of the final eight uh, quarterfinals. Uh, again, I'll let you go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this one is so 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 close because Holon keep on winning. They they just they just won the Balkan League, and even though it may not be the strongest competition in the world, you still have to win it. And the fact that Neziona also won the FIBA Europe Cup, um, the fact that Israeli basketball is on a rise is all just a reason for Holon to feel. That much more confident heading into this matchup, and at the same time, Burgos are going to have a challenge in front of them to become the first back-to-back winner of the BCL, and they could do it. They they did struggle in April in Spain, but they're still the favorites in this matchup, and probably the second-best team next to Tenerife when you look at it on paper. At the same time, this game this game could go. Either way, you you have so many guys on both teams who can just ignite and score five straight three pointers. Like you can you can be the Omar Cook, the the Renfro, the McFadden's, the Benitez of all Burgas guys, and at the same time, it could be Tyrus McGee, it could be C.J. Harris, it could be Miles, it could be anybody heating up and winning the game. And it, I'm just calling this one a close game. It could be. Determined on the final possession of the game. Yeah, uh, one thing the, that really of note that um, uh, Alex Renfro mentioned was that they're finally Burgos is finally over the Corona hit that they had in the club in the team. Um, that you know the guys that were still healthy, you know, had to you know do much that much more, and then when the guys came back, the guys who came back had to had to you know make up for the dead guys, you know, because you know the other guys had been doing that much more, um, and so they've been struggling. Uh, you mentioned uh, they've been struggling, and you know, uh, for for a while, and uh, and so they're kind of finally back on on course. And so, you know, that's got to be a good feeling for them. And, you know, that there's the, the, the last couple of games in the ACB, you know, you mentioned, um, Strasbourg and the Spanish teams have also played a lot of games, uh, Burgos, yep. Car- um, Saragossa, Tenerife, you know, they've, they've all played uh, a lot of games, um, uh, in the league and Burgos has played a lot of games. And, and so, 
you know, but this is good for them now to to try to get back into their rhythm uh, within the team, you know, and 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 go look at the at let's call it the the the, the high times that they had, uh, um, you know, you know, let's say, whatever end of the regular season, whatnot, beginning of the 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 beginning of the playoffs before you know COVID started hitting hitting the team. You know who? You know how? What percentage of of offense went through these players? And and if they're kind of back to that, then they'll be, you know, this is the Burgos that kind of everybody is thinking about, not the team that's fighting through all of this. And so, I think that's probably the biggest key is 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 what kind of rhythm within the team and within their how they use how they want to play, how close they are to that will be key to Halone and Halone, man, they're playing eight, nine guys the whole season. So it's not changed at all. So, <laughs> yeah, but this is like, this is the kind of tournament that even when you're playing short rotation, you could end up winning the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, you, you know, uh, you know, there was, uh, I was kind of, I mentioned this as well, um, you know, after the draw, you know, Nimbrook was kind of saying, you know, kind of like, yeah, you know, we like ourselves now as favors because as favorites, because, you know, they don't, because our rotation's a lot bigger. And I mean, first of all, I mean, you don't want to give anybody bulletin board material and it's really just one game, you know? So, and so that was yeah. a little, I didn't, I kind of questioned that. All right. So let's, let's, let's pick our, let's pick our winners and then what, what the, fi- what the quarter, what the semifinals, you know, maybe could look like, whatever. So Nizhny Orgorad um, and Casa de Manzaragosa, I'll let you go first. I'll take the second one and then we'll switch off. I'm going to say <laughs> Nizhny. Yeah, um, I, I I'm gonna go Nizhny as well because I I I think the continuity of uh, that that got broke up a little bit with the coaching change um, might uh, you know that late 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 game situations and whatnot you know um and you know not knowing what the coach might call you know this is different than what we have been doing now for whatever the last you know five, six whatever seven months whatever under hernandez so I, I think that the home fans will give them that much more push uh all right <laughs> nimbrook and kashiaka man it's hard to go against the 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 champion you know uh you know two guys that won won this title together um it's one game and um, I, 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 this Nimbrook team is is so much fun to watch, and uh, but I, I I think that Karshiaka are going to find a way um you know, to 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 get it done. Yeah, same. I'm gonna go with Karshiaka. Yeah. Um. All right. You're you're up then for t- um t- for Tenerife Strasbourg. Tenerife. Uh, I mean, as much as I enjoy Strasbourg and like the the, the personnel that they've got here, I think that Tenerife actually. Um, so the um, one thing about the semifinals, and, and and I don't know if this maybe impacts this game or the next game either, but um, so the first two games, Nizhny Novgorod, uh, Saragossa, and uh, Nimburg Kashiaka are on Wednesday. Semifinals on Friday. Uh, Tenerife Strasbourg will have played on Thursday, then play the semifinals on Friday, so a day later. 
Okay. Does it change anything for you? No. <laughs> okay. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, with Tenerife as well. I, I think that they, um, you know, they have they have too many weapons and um, you know just too much experience and, and know how to play in these games. And I've learned over the <laughs> the three years of the life of this podcast to not go against Tenerife, and uh, my chances are better um, to uh, that uh, I would be right if I go with Tenerife. So. <laughs> Um, Halone and Burgos, uh, Burgos, there's, it's, it's the champion. Um, and, uh, they, they know how to play in these games and there's too many weapons, uh, inside, outside, you know, they can go fast, they can go slow and, um, they defend too, too well. And so I'm going with the Burgos. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that Holon could pull off an upset here. As much as I love Burgos and enjoy them, I just feel like the way that April turned out for Holon and the way that April turned out for Burgos, Holon may be feeling like they're throwing rocks into the ocean because of the the confidence that they have over there. And Burgos may be feeling a bit nervous after going through a month where they were basically challenging for third place in Spain and now they're out of the top six. So the, this is this is a game that if it comes down to confidence, it's going to be Holon. And your pick? Holon. Holon. All right. So that we have one game where where we uh, differ at least. Good job. Good job. That, that's why I did it. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and then Burgos are going to win this by 10,000 points, but I'm still going to pick Holon just to be Dave opposite. Okay. Uh, Thursday, uh, those were the Thursday games. Friday games then are the semifinals. And we have, uh, we both picked Nizhny uh, Novgorod to uh, match up against Kashiaka. Um, and uh, this, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stick to the, the champions, Kashiaka. Um, and, uh, you know, this is a game where I think that um, that uh, this could be seventy five, seventy four. You know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily see this this going, you know, eighty nine, eighty eight. You know, that, yeah. That, I, yeah. This, this or this this game could even be upper sixties. Uh, you know, if if guys aren't if the yeah. teams if the teams aren't hitting their shots, um, and I think Kashiaka will will pull it through in the end. Yeah, I'm I'm picking Kashiaka to do this one. I mean, just just when it comes down to elimination games, like I said, all these guys, it's just a huge plus to have them on your side. All right. Uh, the other semifinal would, uh, in my eyes, will be Tenerife and Burgos. And um, and you have uh, Tenerife alone. Maybe in your heart, uh, you also have Burgos, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so so uh so this this game will be then uh uh Friday uh, after having played the Thursday games um uh, let's go both matchups because I mean you know Burgos I think a lot of people are going to be picking you know Burgos uh, over Halone uh, okay of course Halone can pull it off um but but let's say Tenerife uh, against Burgos and Halone and I'll play along too um your your thoughts on on that uh, on that uh, mentioned in in the interview with Dornicamp. So they 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 played twice. Tenerife and Burgos played twice in the group. They also played, uh, and they split with the home team winning 
pretty big. Um, and then they played twice in the ACB and Tenerife won both games and they played, uh, in the first round of the Copa del Rey and Tenerife won. And it looks very well like they're going to play in the, in the first round of the Spanish yeah. playoffs too. So, and Darn, Darn said, yeah, you know, I guess we are kind of getting a little sick of them. So, um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a matchup that we've seen. So, and, and it's, you know, two of the two, two Spanish teams and everything else. Uh, your thoughts on that one? And then we'll go with the other, the Halloween one. I'm gonna give you like all four combinations because I'm not, I'm not just writing out writing off Strasbourg that easily. I mean, if it's Tenerife against Holon, it's gonna be Tenerife. If it's Tenerife against Burgos, it's gonna be Burgos. Uh, if it's Strasbourg against Holon, it's gonna be Strasbourg. <laughs> and if it's Strasbourg against Burgos, it's gonna be Burgos. So basically, th- this is gonna be complete chaos. I mean, all four of these teams can match up with each other but if if it comes down to another fight between Tenerife and Burgos it's going to be Burgos because this is what has happened over the course of the Basketball Champions League if somebody is uh, is capable of stopping Tenerife it's going to be some of them compatriots it's going to be either Uca Murcia or it's going to be Casa de Monzaragoza or it's going to be Jerez San Pablo Burgos now so in a Spanish matchup, that's probably the worst thing that can happen for Tenerife <laughs> from the quarterfinals onwards. I I agree with each of those. Uh, I think Tener um, I think um, uh, Burgos would beat Tenerife. I think uh, Tenerife would beat Halon, and I think Strasbourg would beat Halon. I agree with all all of those matchups. So, yeah. Um, so I guess we have Kashiak in the final, both of us, <laughs> and then we have yeah. who knows who. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? I, I'm still picking Karciaka to win it. No, this this has to happen because uh, they've been playing so good since day one. They put together a perfect kind of ensemble. They gave the the string music to to Ufuk Sarija to call the shots and everything. So I'm 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 really 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 seeing them winning this and keeping the trend going of five different winners in five seasons of BCL. Yeah. Um, so let, let's play the let's play the game. Um, and 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 uh, Pino Kashiaka, Strasbourg, Kashiaka, uh, Kashiaka, Tenerife. Um, I think I would go with Kashiaka, Kashiaka, Burgos. Uh, I, I that one. I think that Burgos would win that. Okay. I I think that um, I think that Burgos will l- let's call them old Burgos, yeah. Before this COVID, and they're trying to figure out, you know, if they're if they're kind of back to how they've been playing, you know, um, th- they they have a knack of figuring out the olderish guard that's hitting threes <laughs> and, f- and and feeding them. And then you know Rivero does his thing, and and the other 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 guys just do their you know do their parts, and and I think that, um, I okay, there's the physical part that that the Kashiaka wings are are more physical and stronger, and can you know maybe stop some of those olderish shooters, um, but I I, I I think that the that they would get they would get it done. It, that one will not be a blowout at all. That'll be Kashiaka's speed. Um, and I think Kashiaka just won't be able to score enough points. That would be, that would be lower seventies. I think Kashiaka will, will keep that game at their, at their tempo. Yeah. 
I mean, as long as the game is in high 60s, low 70s, Karsiaka are always the favorites. Yeah. So you have Karsiaka winning five, five, uh, five for five uh, in new champions. Yes. Yes. Chaos. <laughs> yes. That'd be fun. It would be fun to have another champion. Uh, you know, Karsiaka has done a lot. Uh, you know, they, they wanted to, to host uh, the FIBA Europe Cup last, uh, the semifinals last year. And, and, uh, and, you know, they, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an up and coming club. You mentioned coach, you know, obviously a, a f- f- uh, sensational uh, thing that they've put together. And so it would definitely be fun. Okay. Um, I, We'd like to get uh, just uh, at least one other voice on here, so let's uh, go in and and uh, and see what Jeff Taylor, the announcer for BCL, uh, one of the announcers for BCL, has to say. So uh, we'll catch you on the other side of that. All right. So um, as mentioned, want to maybe just get a, a different opinion, different voice, uh, and uh, maybe maybe even some some different insight into the into these uh, final eight games and uh, with me back on the show with us back on the show is Jeff Taylor uh, one of the uh, fantastic announcers Jeff thanks for coming back thank you very much Dave um, so let's just jump in really quick uh, we have final eight um, coming up this week uh, and let's just go uh, game by game just maybe quick your thoughts what you're going to be watching most out for um, in these games let's start with the host Nizhny Novgorod against Kasadam uh, Casa de Monsaragosa, obviously the third matchup of these two teams. Well, I think that the uh, there's going to be pressure on Nizhny, uh, but that said, you know, I feel like they really do play well at home, and uh, I love their passing game. If they are allowed to play as they want to play, and considering uh, all of the upheaval that Zaragoza have had uh, with uh, the coaching changes, with uh, Ernesto Hernandez going back home, um, I really feel like uh, Nizhny have have got the potential and should, in fact, win that win that game. If if Zaragoza come out supremely focused and they get Wiley involved uh, and really runs the floor, and and also Brasino, if he's uh, to me in a way Zaragoza go as Nicholas Brasino goes. Hmm. If he comes out and plays well, uh, I think I would I would probably uh, pick Casademont Zaragoza. So. Um, you know, Nizhny are good enough to beat any team, and they're also just not quite good enough to lose to every team. If that makes sense, that I would I would expect a very close game. All right, we'll get your pick in a second uh, after we go through all four quarterfinals. Okay. So let's do uh, Aaron Nimbrook um, against Pinar Kashiaka. Uh, what you uh, watching? And one note: I don't know if this changes your thoughts at all, but uh, we talked about it with with Igor. Um, probably very little to no energy from the fans after the first game, uh, being the host team and, and probably just a real letdown. Um, just throwing that out there as well. What do you mean? It's going to be just, just that. Oh, any, oh, oh, I see. You mean because there'll be, fine. there'll be so exci- so much excitement from that yeah. first game of the hosts and everything, whether or not they win or lose. And then, right. so there'll be absolutely a, a total lull of energy at all in the, at least at the start of this game. Okay. Um, you know, Nimberg, uh, they, for me, they play the beautiful game. They like to get out and they like to run and they can change, uh, their style. I think they're a very complicated team to play against, uh, especially when Obasohan is, is playing, you can put him in, let him run the point and really attack the basket or get his feet wet. As he likes to say, he causes a lot of problems, uh, for Karsiaka. I mean, Nimberg will like to get out and run. I, 
But I really like Pinar Karciaka's uh, toughness. I like their starting five. Um, I like Sanserma coming off the bench. I mean, he is a weapon, uh, Sanserma. Uh, so, and 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 really, I think you've got two two really good coaches. Um, and uh, so again, I, I'm I'm very I'm I'm intrigued by this one. You know, I think if Nimberg are, are allowed to get out and run, they're going to be very tough to beat. Uh, those are the two Wednesday games. Let's move to the Thursday games. And the first one on Thursday in Nizhny Novgorod is Lenovo Tenerife taking on Sig Strasburg. Your thoughts on that one? Well, Tenerife obviously are the perennial pick to win the competition. And if they play well, I can't see, uh, you know, I can't see a team like Strasburg contending uh, with them. But uh, Tenerife are known to lay the odd egg or two. Um, and Strasbourg are kind of the dream team, uh, dream season rather, uh, for them, not the dream team. Uh, but with Bonzi Colson, Ish Wainwright, I like their toughness. I like, I like some of their guys coming off the bench. Um, and Lassie Tuovi, you know, I love how he takes his timeouts, kind of resets the game for his players. Uh, I just think that a crucial start is going to, you know, it has to be a good, a good start for Strasbourg. Uh, against Tenerife. And uh, you mentioned sort of dream season. I think we can put, we can slap that on uh, Hapol, you net credit, uh, Halon as well. Uh, they're going against the reigning champions, Aradius and Pablo Burgos. Uh, how do you see, uh, how do you see that one? Well, I think uh, in a way, I think the pressure is off of Halon because uh, they've what won recently the Balkan League or the Balkan Cup. Um, and I think they've exceeded expectations. Everything else is gravy for this season. And I think their style of play is, it's crazy how they put so many guys out in the perimeter, um, and they can fall behind by double digits, but then they could come right back. This is a very awkward opponent, uh, for a team like, uh, Herrera San Pablo Burgos, who haven't really been in the best of, best of form, best of shape, um, in, in terms of pure numbers and, and people coming off the bench, uh, you would obviously you would go with uh, San Pablo Burgos. But again, uh, they need to be ready to go. You know, from day one, um, they know what it takes to win a final eight. They've done it. So uh, again, this is this is a really a really interesting game. Just for fun, let's go with uh, get your picks and then what your semifinals uh, would look like and then also final. So um, go ahead and, and give us Nizhny Novgorod, Saragossa, um, and then also um, Nimbruk, Kashiaka, and then how you see that semifinal. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Nizhny uh, with the home court advantage, uh, with the fact that uh, they're never out of any game. Uh, this is their big moment. Uh, they've been playing hard games, tough games uh, in, in the VTB United League, uh, but they do have some some excellent Russian players. Uh, Vornsevich has been in the big games before. Uh, what type of impact is he going to make? Um, uh, Casey Shepard, outstanding talent. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to them uh, because I just feel like Zaragoza is, you know, th- again, they can, they can come out – if they have a great start and Brasino particularly plays well, uh, they will be tough. But I just think that Nimberg will – excuse me, I think uh, Nizhny will win that game. And the second one, uh, Nimberg and uh, Kashiaka. And- 
Well, I, you know what? Uh, the powers of recovery, you got to really, you got to praise Pinar Karciaka for bouncing back after that, uh, that inflicted uh, violation when they lost at home to Holon. Mm. Uh, they came back and they qualified for the playoffs. Um, but I still think that Nimburg has been here before. Uh, they got a lot of talent, got great players coming off the bench. They can shoot it. Uh, great coach. Uh, so I'm going to give Nimburg the edge. And and your semifinal, Nizhny and Nimburg, uh, who do you have going to the final on, on Sunday? Well, I think Nizhny, you know what? They will, they will have the wind in their sails going into that game against Nimburg. But again, I feel like uh, Nimburg, uh, they're talented. They've got so many, uh, so many weapons offensively. Um, I just think that they're going to cause too many problems. So I would see Nimburg winning that game against Nizhny. All right, let's find out. Your, your final opponent. Uh, so your uh, quarterfinals, uh, let's go to the other side with uh, Tenerife and Strasbourg. Um, who do you see that winning that game? Uh, you know what? Um, part of me would uh, almost hope that Strasbourg would win that game, uh, considering the season that they've had. Uh, from the very beginning with the Bonzi Colson game-winning three. Uh, but I just cannot see Iberostar Tenerife losing two quarterfinals in a row at, at Basketball Champions League final eights. Uh, so I'm going to pick uh, Tenerife. And they will face? Well, I think uh, – I think I don't think it matters who they're going to face. No, I think they're going to face uh, uh, Burgos. I think Burgos uh, will get it right. Uh, they will hold on and they will beat Holon and uh, Holon, you know what, again, you can never count them out, but I could see Burgos winning. And then I think Tenerife's mastery of Burgos will continue this season. I think they've already beaten them three times. Yeah, they um, and they're going to probably face each other in the in the Spanish um, first round of the playoffs as well. So. Yeah, that's going to be they're, they're going to know each other very well. All right. So you have you have Tenerife reaching the uh, final then? I do have Tenerife reaching the final, and they're going to um, take on Nimbrook in your eyes. Yeah. So, uh, how does that turn? How does that turn out? Do we have a five or f- five for five with uh, five different champions, or do we have our first uh, first ever team to to win again? Well, my heart says uh, Nimbrook will keep that streak going with five different champions, but my head says Tenerife uh, because they've been there, they've done it. Uh, they will be the team. Uh, that reaches that lifts the trophy, uh, the basketball champions league trophy in year number five. All right. Um, so last question, and then we'll let you go. Just basically, you know, this is the second time that the fi- final eight uh, that we're having a final eight in this competition. Um, maybe just your 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 thoughts going into that uh, into into the event. Uh, your you know you know this we were able to get through this this season. We obviously had no idea what the season would look like. Uh, managed to to get through everything. Um, I, I think uh, more than relatively strong. I mean, there were a couple of things here and there, but I think in general, um, it went really well. Uh, just your thoughts about uh, getting to this event, and and uh, just maybe maybe one thing that you're really looking forward to. You know, um, I mean, I've said it often in my in my games uh, that it's just been a, a terrific effort from the players, from the clubs, uh, from the Basketball Champions League to uh, try to stay healthy, uh, to, you know, you, you wear the masks and everything else. And, yeah, we have had some postponements, but it has been uh, an incredible all-round effort. And I've been impressed by the quality of the games. 
uh, overall with, with not having fans and most of them uh, because of the coronavirus pandemic. And uh, I just feel like this is going to be uh, a terrific final eight. You know, the, the concentration has been there really for all these players. You can see that they are just they've been supremely focused, all of these teams, uh, when it comes to the Basketball Champions League. So um, I think year five, uh, despite the problems uh, in the world with the pandemic, uh, I think it's delivered. And I'm excited to see. You know what? I think it's to be honest, one thing I did not say uh, earlier was I think it's wide open. I really, mm-hmm. I, I really do think any team can win it this season. Yeah, I think I think so as well. Um, uh, Jeff Taylor, thanks for for coming on. Uh, look forward to hearing you uh, call. Uh, what, what game do you have so that we know? Uh, I'm going to be doing all of them. You can do all. So, of them. All right, fantastic. Then can't can't wait can't wait for it. And, right, Dave. And, and Dave, uh, just let me say, uh, mag- magnificent job by you as well. You do a wonderful job with these podcasts, and uh, to get all of these these uh, players to go on record and to talk about everything, it's always always good listening. All right, thanks. Appreciate that, man. I guess I guess uh, just to finish off now, uh, you know, as we mentioned, you're going to be going there. You know, you um, you experienced the. The you've, you've experienced each of the uh, of the of the final fours, final eight, um, and you know three. Uh, I, I, I guess let's say the you know the 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 two the of the three with fans the um, the is that right? Yeah, the three with fans. You know the home team. Uh, was all you know was you know won it and and was kind of. Uh, I guess expected to win it, you know, um, we're going to have fans again. And, um, I just, you're kind of what your thoughts are on, on what the atmosphere will be like. Um, you know, obviously Halone has experience of, of having fans, uh, but you know, and I guess Kashiaka may be here a, a couple of here and there, but, uh, just your, your, your general thoughts about what your, what you'll think about and how, how you're going to take in this whole atmosphere, uh, in this Ninovgrad. Um, it's gonna take some time for me to get used to having people around me mm-hmm. because it's it's all been like super weird <laughs> watching basketball and gyms while nobody's around you. Uh, but yeah, I'm really happy to see it happening again. I mean, it's not gonna be the crazy craziness of Athens in 2018. It's not gonna be the fiesta of Tenerife in 2017, and it's not gonna be the the uh, Antwerp party of Virtus fans uh, in 2019. I mean, Antwerp was probably low-key the best Final Four for me because these were all like home teams over there leading their home home crowds leading their home teams. But in Antwerp, like even for the game which featured no Belgian clubs, we had 16,000 people in the stands. So. Mm-hmm. That that kind of has a special place for me, and I'm hoping that Nizhny Novgorod crowd will see the other games too, and that they will they will find their like adopted teams uh, among the other guys. So just in case that Nizhny don't go all the way, they have somebody to cheer for on Sunday. Yeah, I, that's I, that, that's well said. I, I think that um, you know, if nothing else, just go for the you know 
take in the whole atmosphere, you know, and, you know, cause you're not, this Novgorod's not going to, you know, have, have big events like this all the time. And so to, you know, it's a big deal for them to have to, to be hosting this. And so I hope that they're, the fans are able to take it in and enjoy it. Um, maybe your, the, the single thing that, that, you know, that we, maybe we haven't talked about that you're looking forward to most as a closer. Um, probably the game winning shot on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> Let's have a close final with a game winning shot at the buzzer. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I think that's well said too. Uh, I, you know, we, we were both really excited and happy that the, that the, that the event even, that the, that the season even started, you know, obviously, obviously, you know, situation is, is so much different than at the beginning of the, of the season. Uh, things have, 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 you know, you know, improved, uh, you know, I, I think you could say more or less, obviously there's problems elsewhere. Um, but you know, the, the basketball champions league has, has, has found a way to, to get through the entire season. We're at the final, uh, final eight, you know, knock on wood that everything goes, uh, that everything goes by plan, um, according to plan. But I, I think that, uh, I think we're all excited that, that the, the event is going to be taking place and can't wait to, to see it. Um, so I guess with that, uh, let's close the show. Um, you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at basketball CL, like us on Facebook, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on all, all of your podcast catchers, uh, check out the mobile app, uh, as Igor does every day for multiple hours, watch, uh, everything you can on Twitch. Uh, and then obviously all the games, uh, there's all of the, the, the written material on championsleague.basketball. And of course, the, all of the games are live and on demand. You can, you know, still have enough time to go back and watch the games of all these teams live, uh, livebasketball.tv. Igor, uh, safe trip uh, to Russia. And uh, enjoy the games, and uh, hopefully everything goes safe there. And uh, we'll we'll uh, talk then after after the uh, the big event.